God, there is a trinity of persons, three eyes, three knowing and willing selves who are one in substance. Now, just how God is three and one at the same time is a mystery in the common sense of the word. And over the centuries, various models have been proposed to explain the mechanics of the Trinity. And guess what? Almost all of them are completely effective. And indeed, it is easier to say what God is not, to use the via negativa, than to say what God is. So some of these you've probably heard of. In the earlier church, there was a particular heresy called Modalism. There were some people compared the Trinity to a man, let's say, who was, even though one person, simultaneously son, husband, and father. But that model can't work. It has to be rejected. Because God is truly three persons, not just one person playing three different roles. Some scientifically minded people have suggested H2O. H2O can take three forms, water, ice, and vapor. But we have to reject that model as well for the same reason. God is three persons, not just one person in three different forms. And then perhaps most famously, St. Patrick used the shamrock to illustrate the Trinity to the pagan tribes of Ireland. One shamrock three leaves, unless you have four leaves. But again, that model is defective because it gives the incorrect idea that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are somehow parts of God. And God, of course, is one and indivisible. God has told us, God has revealed to us that he is three and one and one and three. But trying to explain how God is trinity of persons in unity of being really is a great mystery. And again, it is easier to say what the trinity is not than what the trinity is. One of my professors used to say, the trinity is not a puzzle to be solved, but a mystery to be adored. And that is what the prophet Isaiah he has a vision of God, high and lifted up, he says, His train filled the whole temple, and all around him stand the cherubim and seraphim. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. So much for you. Let's move from the realm of abstract theology something more concrete, something we can apply to our lives. Because God is trinity of persons in unity of substance, God is, in a very real sense, a divine community of love. The Father loves the Son. The Son loves the Father. And the Holy Spirit is the bond of love between the Father and the Son a love so real that he is 
a third person. Now, truly, as I said, this is a mystery, but it does affect the way we live. It means that the fundamental category of existence is loving relationships. No one, for instance, can be a member of the church, be a member of Christ, without simultaneously being in relationship with Christ's body, the church. I can't say that I'm in relationship with God and not be in relationship with you. I can't say that I love God unless I love you. What is to be heard in the epistle some weeks back, if anyone says he loves God and hates his brother, he is a liar. So every one of us then, when we come to follow God, when we are baptized into the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are called into community, into the church, because God himself is a community of love. Christianity is not a God and me religion. That's Islam. Christianity is the religion of God and me and you and everyone else. The Father always gives himself to the Son. The Son always gives himself to the Father. The Spirit is the reality of that self-giving. And so I must ask, am I a reflection of the Trinity in the way that I live in my life? What if someone was to look at the way I live? Was yesterday, for instance, a day of self-giving? What about today? Did I give myself away like the Trinity? Unfortunately, today is not over. Our annual renewal of time and talent, when we give of our time and talent, when we engage in acts of mercy, we are in fact giving away part of our life, and thereby we model our lives on the inner life of God, which is loving relationship. And at the end of every day, before we go to bed, perhaps when we utter a quick prayer, we need to examine our consciences. And if I can give a small part of me away today, my day was a waste. A waste of God's time, and a waste of my life. Because God created me to give away my life. That's what he did. He made the love of the Trinity real for us when he became a man and died on us. And when Jesus Christ became man and died on the cross, God shows us what living, self-giving love is all about. And then he says, love one another I have loved you. Go and be part of this community of love. Go and give your life away to others. Go and be a person for others. This is a high call, but it is the calling that God gives to each and every one of us by virtue of our baptism. We make the reality of the Trinity real in our lives. 
will look at our lives and they will see God. 